And that's why we turn to Mr. Tom Korski for answers. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, he is the managing editor of Black Locks Reporter. Good morning, sir. Hi, Alex. Let's talk about Mary Simon. Remember, she was treated very unfairly, according to her, when it came down to allegations over massive spending on these uh, food bills when she went on this junket of uh, to Dubai. Um, but I think lost in this story is a lot of the reporting that you guys do at these committee hearings looking into this is the fact that her office really tried to obstruct the truth. They did, and they weren't very good at it. In, in the manner of the small boy with the baseball standing next to the broken window <laughs> saying it wasn't me, it wasn't me. The uh, staff from Rideau Hall went down to Co- Commons Government Operations Committee. They did this for months. And uh, we have to be frank. They lied, and they tried to play stupid. Bills, what invoices? What? Uh, there was one uh, deputy secretary who said, you know, we didn't need anything you wouldn't get on an ordinary commercial flight. <laughs> well, it turns out it was fine wine and beef wellington. Yeah. And when asked to explain, the deputy secretary said, oh, well, what I meant to say was we eat that way all the time on government flights. I didn't mean like taxpayer flights, you know, special flights. Some people know what time it is, Alex. Some people don't. You can't spend $93,000 on catering for a flight that really didn't matter and then try to play clever with MPs. That cuts right across party lines. It drives legislators out of their mind. Yeah, and the bottom line is um, the the Taxpayers Federation, they got the information on this and they dug into this thing and uh, held on to it and good on them because they got the receipts that these uh, people could not seem to find. Absolutely. If you want better government, have better committees. I've always said that. If you want better uh, departments, have better access to information. It's the only way you're going to find out what's going on. It's true, but, you know, as uh, Senator Nancy Ruth once said... uh, Well, those breakfasts are pretty awful. If you want ice-cold camembert with broken crackers... It's terrible, Tom. Where is she now? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, where where is she now? She's probably heating up the camembert. I don't think she's she's gone, isn't she? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. All right. There you go. Meanwhile, uh, Canadians have considerable cynicism about the uh, rituals we hear on Budget Day, which promise, of course, everything all good coming to Canadians. Well, they've done their own in-search research at the Department of Finance, and apparently Canadians do not buy what's being sold. It's interesting, and it's interesting that it's their own researchers telling them this. They did focus groups on uh, Minister Freeland's last budget, and it's starting to wear thin. Mm. Uh, people are getting fed up, and, and guess what? That's because it's a recession. Uh, bread is $4 a loaf. Everyone is fed up. And that was before they started to get the home heating bills. Have uh, you looked at your gas bill? Oh, my God. It, honestly, Anger. I almost fell over. It's It was um, $160, I think, last month or the month before. It was 370 bucks. It was like, we, we didn't even turn the heat on. It's crazy. Absolutely. And, and then you have these, this budget day ritual, which is really basically, it's, it's a media event. It's not a straightforward accounting of the nation's finances. Mm-hmm. And people are fed up. And that's exactly what the researchers said. There's considerable cynicism, quote unquote, and, and justifiably so. That's rational. Yeah. Well, did she get this polling before she recommended people cancel their Disney? Swimming? Yeah, no, uh, yeah, no the, the Disney came later. Oh, okay. Oh, God. <laughs> Do the polling now. Uh, meanwhile, I think this is very interesting. Uh, a maximum 10-year federal prison sentence for gun running never imposed, according to records. Uh, Public Safety Minister Marco Medicino has uh, proposed to increase the maximum to 14 years to send a message to organized crime. And yet, you know, these laws are in the books. We don't use them. 
uh, Tom, that's just a simple matter with this government. We do not go the distance when it comes to violent crime in this country. And I don't think that's partisan. I think whatever anyone thinks about more gun regulation, everyone would agree. Why are you putting political statements into legislation, especially when it comes to sentences for, for things like gun running? And indeed, here is, uh, this is under the famous Bill C-21 that's caused the Liberals so much trouble. Mm-hmm. And their big bumper sticker was, we are increasing the maximum sentence for gun trafficking from 10 to 14 years. Look out, organized crime, said crime-busting ex-crown prosecutor Marco Mendicino, Minister of Public Safety. We mean it this time, he said. We say no to you people terrorizing our communities. Well, a conservative MP, Adam Chambers, comes in quietly to the House of Commons, asked inquiry of ministry, how many people have ever gotten the current maximum sentence of 10 years? And the answer was zero. Yeah, this is me being shocked. I could have told Adam that. I mean, look, we have seen this in our justice system. And we, you know, a great example today reported by Brian Lilly in the Toronto Sun of the latest person charged in connection with a massive gun smuggling ring last week in Toronto. 62 guns all destined for Toronto streets. And the guy is, oh, yes, he was convicted for murder back in 2015. And he was involved or alleged to have been involved in a bar shooting uh, last year. And uh, now he's busted with this gun bust. And again, these are the people that are committing these crimes. And we don't do anything about it. Yeah, no, these bills are performative. Everybody knows it. The data always shows it. You know the irony? The uh, gun uh, uh, gun advocacy groups that come into committee predicted this. Yeah. And they didn't have the data. They said a month ago in committee, uh, increasing the maximum penalties, nobody gets the maximum penalty in this country. No one's ever gotten 10 years for gun smuggling. Wake up, and it turns out they were right. Yeah, well, there you go. Why would we want to deter anyone from doing that? By the way, where does Bill C-21 fit? I know the prime minister last week, uh, after they kind of admitted that they they had changes, now they're reviewing the changes. Where does that sit? Well, it's nowhere close to getting passed. And it has become such a flashpoint including for, uh, as you have mentioned, uh, New Democrat and Liberal members, that uh, now they once again, they sort of back themselves, they they do this quite often, actually, paint themselves into a corner, and then I guess you you wait for the paint to dry, and that's what they're hoping. They got wedged by their wedge. Well, it always works, right? (laughs) Well, it didn't work for them this time, because normally uh, playing with gun legislation does work in their favor, but they did... uh, Get caught this time. Uh, I think this is interesting. So the RCMP privately ridiculing a guy named Mark Carney because he was uh, back in those days calling it a a sedition. The whole Freedom Convoy was seditious. And they were trying to figure out, like, what's he talking about? We don't use that language in Canada. No, it was uh, not a great moment for a former governor of the Bank of England to come back to Lumbertown and do some Internet research for what was a Globe and Mail uh, op-ed. At the heyday of the hysteria, he wrote a piece about how this is seditious. We've got to get in there. And I I mean serious. I've looked up the definition of sedition, and it is, well, it turns out he did the little, the big little book of Internet research, and he pulled it off the web using an American definition. The Canadian definition is quite different. It's not nuanced in in the criminal code. It's an attempt to overthrow the government by use of force. It's not guys, uh, truckers, discussing their grievances on Facebook. Uh, And the RCMP, of all people, 
ridiculed Carney in internal emails. You know when the cop is the level-headed guy in the room that everything has gone awry, and that that was the story of the Freedom Convoy. Yeah, look, I didn't I didn't uh, support you know occupying uh, anything, bridges or or the the city of Ottawa. But there were so many word games that when you actually start to parse through them after the fact, it was really over the top ridiculous, and I think made it much much worse than it had to be. Oh, no, absolutely. And, and the takeaway for us has been going through mountains of, yeah. of internal documents over and over and over. It's the police saying, okay, everybody, just calm down. And they're talking to politicians and people like Mark Carney. Everyone, just calm down. Yeah. Albeit, if they'd just done their job at the beginning, it would have been great. <laughs> just, the, the irony yeah, is I, Yeah. All right, Tom, you have a terrific day. We'll talk again on Thursday. Thank you. Right. Thank you, Alex. That is... Uh, Tom Korski joining us. He joins us Tuesdays and Thursdays. He's with Blacklock Supporter. It is subscription-based, and they do deliver.